to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Warriors up 16-11 on the Thunder. 71-64. Look at the Hawks right now over the Sixers. NBA. Wait, these aren't tournament games. Doesn't matter as much. Do you guys feel a little let down watching a regular NBA game I now? I do now. I didn't expect that, but like yeah. now I'm watching these Friday night games going, eh. This don't matter. It's not the same. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Which, that's that's actually not good for the NBA in that sense, because if people At get all. that perspective, then they're going to be like, we need more tournament games, we which do. maybe that helps. We talked about it. I think you should extend this thing all the way to the All-Star break, like you said, and maybe there's like a... Some sort of celebration of the champion at the All-Star game or I something. I like that idea. I mean, there's all kinds of things the NBA can do. They probably will. If we're being honest, like, they see this thing works, you expand it. You keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the feedback was all good. I didn't really see any negative feedback about the in-season tournament. So. I feel like there were some people that were kind of old man yelling at Cloud a like little me? bit. You you were a little bit grumpy about it It was at like first. the first week. I just, yeah. well, I didn't think anybody was going to care. And yeah. then... It turned out people did care. Care like uh, our guy uh, Alvarado cared, and LeBron said, "F them kids." He was going <laughs> to give the money to his daughters, and LeBron went out there and he didn't care. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like if guys are going to care, if guys are going to compete, like you said last night, it doesn't matter if you're rich. Mm-hmm. You always want more money. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Half a million dollars is a lot of money to it's a anybody. New car. Nice new car. Yeah, like I'm Hell really. Of a car. <laughs> and, and what makes it such a huge deal? I saw like some sports books, like all the sports books were putting up. Uh, props in like special props for the uh, semifinal games. You know, when you had the yeah. 5 p.m. Eastern time mm. tip off. I like that. It felt big, you know, yeah. and they were adding extra props. And it, like with it being in Las Vegas, I would love to go and cover it. That would make it feel a little bit bigger if we were actually there. But um, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. I'm not. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Uh, I, have, I, have I saw who was on the screen. Most improved player. Was it who was on the screen? Is that what it was about? I was like, oh, Josh. Get- oh, yeah. 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 He's he's not in any trouble, though. Yeah, nothing. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. All right. You guys want to get into some of these uh, week 14 games? games? Oh, I can't wait. I bet you can't wait. Can you? All right. Not. We, you know, we I know we kind of touched on this game. You know what? We'll still go through every game. Bucks Falcons. We yep. talked about this obviously a little bit earlier. Rick Stroud came on with us. Bucks are two point dogs at Atlanta. Totals forty one in this game. Man, when I'm when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the Falcons, I just don't know what team I'm going to get every single week. Like that's one of the most frustrating things. They figured out now. Bijan Robinson's kind of important, but is Arthur Smith going to be the same coach every single week? Is the offense going to look similar? Are you going to like that's that's why like, the prop market kills me with this team. But I. I like Atlanta in this game. I like Atlanta at home. But then I lean and go Desmond Ritter. My God, he could turn the ball over three times. So Atlanta's a tough team to gauge. They should be. If they got a, got themselves an actual quarterback, they would just be such a better team. They would. I think this is a prop game for me. I like Bijan anytime touchdown at minus 105. The last two games, the Buccaneers have given up four rushing touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Two to JTT, two to Chuber Hubbard. Plus, Devin White is banged up. Uh, he's, you know, the run stopper there. So uh, I like Bijan. I kind of do like uh, your Rashad White under rushing yards. I saw that as yeah. well, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, we know what time it is there with Atlanta's run defense. And Tampa Bay's been running the ball a lot better. And maybe that has to do with the opponents. Maybe that has to do with what they're doing on the offensive side. But I just do not trust him yet. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Um, this is I'm staying away from this one. I need Atlanta. I have Atlanta over eight and a half wins. I have them to win the division. So I'm a little bit nervous here just because Desmond Ritter, the quarterback play has obviously been shaky. Heineke's not that guy. And I like the skill position players, but you can't get these guys going because of the quarterback play. Bijan, uh, they're finally using them, which is good. If you're going to draft the running back with the top 10, top five pick, you should probably use them. So I'm going to go uh, over um, 
95 and a half rushing and receiving with B. B. John Robinson, minus 115. And then I'm most likely going to go under on Rashad White. What I'm what I'm wondering is I don't want to go rushing and receiving because I could he, I could he see could him having like easily, four receptions totally. in this game. But the rushing yards are actually going up and they're juiced to the over. And I get it because uh, you look at his numbers the last couple weeks. The run game's getting 100. going. But now you're going against Atlanta. And if that's a pass funnel defense, I think they're going to look to stop the run here. So I would go under. But I'm going to wait. See if I could get like 62 and a half, 63. Right now it's at 60 and a half. I lean under on White. I like the over on Bijan. And then I like the over on Kyle Pitts receiving yards over 36 and a half, which is minus 115 both ways over at BetMGM. And I'll be cheering for Atlanta in this game, but I don't know, man. I mean, they should win this game at home. They should go on a little bit of a run. They are the favorite to win the South. Doesn't it feel like Tampa is going to be desperate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very desperate. I just think they are who they are at this point. Like, they got off to a nice little start this season. And Baker's played pretty well. Yes. He uh, he's a tough guy. The teammates buy in. He's a football guy. Guys like Baker. But, like, he is kind of what he is. You, you know, know, that is the thing, though, with him. And I... You He's look tough. at you look at quarterbacks that have like these that play like because Baker can play pretty wild sometimes, right? There's mm-hmm. like it's like Zach Wilson is like an extreme version of Baker Mayfield on the field, extreme version, right? Yeah. Baker much better quarterback than Zach Wilson is, but even though they both can be like erratic quarterbacks, it's it's amazing what the leadership and the personality can do to get people around you. Like guys love Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson. We've seen it ain't the same thing. Maybe it's a little better now that Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah. But you just watch this and go. Even if Baker doesn't play well, you can tell like the team believes in him. There's not like get this guy off the field. You don't see that. And and body language matters. I think a lot of people overlook that. You watch teams on the sidelines during games. You look at their body language, how guys are interacting. That really gives you an idea of what's going on behind the scenes. Stuff that we're not necessarily hearing. Um, I was looking at the K. Dotton. I'm considering the over on his receiving yards. Oh, yeah. What is it? 24 and a half. That's okay. it. The Falcons give up the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends. They're not good against the tight end. The issue for me with Kate Otten is it's just like it's it's kind of a roller coaster. Like we've played this game before. I think we've been on him before and during the same game. And it's it just becomes kind of an up and down situation. But I think I might. I mean, if you look, last game obviously nothing, but then 45 yards, 49 before that, just 10 against Tennessee, but 70 against Houston. Yeah, I like Kate Otten. Yeah, I, I like think Kate I might still take the over on that until it gets. I mean, that might get bet up a little bit. It's uh, I've seen a couple other people on it. So yeah, I usually go over two and a half receptions because sometimes you know those underneath routes, you never know how many yards you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah but you so can sometimes get... I just go with the receptions. I do like Otten, and I think um, I'm gonna wait because right now it's four and a half receptions. And we just talked about Chris Godwin, um, you know, a couple segments ago. Four and a half. It's minus one twenty to the over. It's actually even money to the under. I want to see where that closes. I want to go under, and I want to fade Chris Godwin. I just don't know if I go under on the receptions or the receiving yards. He didn't have a catch. Um, it was his first catchless game since the first few weeks of his rookie season. Did you hear his wife? He's his hurt. wife said? Like, he's not 100%, though. Yeah, I did. I mean, she called out the entire... Yeah, she said they were lying about his injury status. Yeah. And they put him into the game anyway. This is bad stuff. Like, bad stuff. Yeah, I mean... Like, right now, he's not even inside the uh, top 35. Like, I, I don't know what's going on there because I actually believe that he had the neck, inj- the neck injury. But if his wife comes out and says that, I don't know. He's playing 83% of the snaps only the last two weeks. And Atlanta, like, we talk about the run defense. And, Nick, you always bring up, like, fantasy football, yeah. how you could kind of correlate here. They're 
pass defense has been a little bit better. The defense has given up the six fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So I would go under on Godwin, maybe fade him this week. Yeah, under maybe 49 go, and a half. Go over on Evans. Baker Mayfield might be targeting him too much, but I mean, he's going to continue to go to him. That's his guy. Yeah. That's his boy. So I like Mike Evans, maybe anytime touchdown as well. Like uh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I've already gone over Mike Evans receiving yards. I might jump in on a touchdown too. Falcons just... have allowed 14 players to get a t- touchdown reception against them. I just feel like the and, and Atlanta has allowed two players, like I said, to get at least two touchdown catches against them in one matchup. So this is an opportunity where m- maybe you get like two multiple touchdowns for for Mike Evans. Two or more is plus three hundred. Hmm. What's the what's just any one anytime? Plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. Yeah. So for two or more is plus three hundred. Plus 100 for any time. I, I'm I mean, going to be a wimp and just go one. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to take the yeah. even money. Yeah. yeah. I, I keep talking about Kyle Pitts, and I was thinking about it, and then Dan got me all in there, man. And you go back to that first matchup against Tampa this season. He caught only three passes, but he did have 47 yards. So he would have went over the prop. But he's been held under 60 receiving yards in all but one game this season. He has one touchdown. What the hell is it with Kyle Pitts? I, I said that during the draft. I was like, I would never take a tight end in the top 10. But I was like, but he's just, he's a unicorn. Would you take he's Brock Bowers in the top 10? Well, yeah. And now, so, I, no, yeah. But now that's what I'm saying. Now I've changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Is like Kyle Pitts a different Sam player? Laporta came in and yeah. just immediately contributed. It's so just maybe it's just the system and quarterback. Totally. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He should be able to give us four catches and Guys, Des- Desmond Ritter's not a good quarterback. Like that offense is always going to be hampered until they have somebody other than Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Do you believe that they really didn't even make a phone call about Lamar Jackson yes, when I he do. was available? I do. Yeah, Why I, would I do you believe not? because I don't think that they want to pay the money. I think they want to go young and they want to build around a young quarterback. If if the Bears are really going to give up on Justin Fields and they're going to draft Caleb or Drake May, because the Bears are going to have Carolina's pick, so it doesn't matter what they do the rest of the way because they're winning on Sunday. The Bears, so we'll get to that game in a second. I yeah. think that you move Justin Fields, and I would love to see Justin Fields in Atlanta. Oh, be, be with so Bijan and Pitts and London and all that speed on that field in Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we talked about Lamar Jackson there, a similar style of play with Justin Fields. You add him not as nearly as good right now as Lamar Jackson, but who knows? A new system, new coaching staff, weapons around him could thrive. So, all right, you mentioned the Bears. Bears, three-and-a-half-point dogs at home against the Lions. Totals 43 in this game, and I can't believe I'm doing this. And I debated, and I waited, and I said, you know what, man? I like the Bears to cover. I think the Bears might even win this game. The Lions are starting to trend in the wrong direction. That defense is an absolute disaster right now for Detroit. Can we actually even – sorry to cut you off, Tristan. Can we even trust the Lions at all to, like, cover any of these games? I mean, last week they were up 21-0. I know. They blew a 21-0 lead almost. 24-21. Yes. So I agree, Nick, 100%. Yeah, and you – I mean, this is such a trope, right? But it's true. Jared Goff. Uh, when the weather gets cold and frightful, uh, so does Jared Goff. He yeah. gets frightful as well. So Jared Goff has been a fumble machine at some at Soldier Field. I think every single game that he's played there, he's fumbled the ball. Not necessarily lost a fumble, but has had one. Uh, his home road splits we know are terrible, but then you add cold weather and outdoor games to that, and it gets even worse. Uh, I like the Bears plus three and a half, but more so I'm fading Amonra St. Brown, which I never do. Under 73 and a half is minus 120. The Bears have gone now 10 straight games, and the most yards they've given up to a wide receiver one is St. Brown with 77. So uh, I like that. I, I still continue to ride the David Montgomery anytime touchdown train. Minus 125. Yeah. That is the lock of the week, lock, lock of the week. I'm going to continue to ride it until the wheels fall off. Yeah, I also bet the Montgomery anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to want to score against You're the on Bears. It, Luke. Luke's on it. Like, Luke, and Luke, I've, Luke I've just decided like, yeah. before we started the 
you know, the preview for the games, and I'm going to pick one pick from all of you for every game. I'm uh-huh. going to parlay it this weekend. We're going to see what happens. Yes. I got Kate yeah. Otten with the uh, receiver. You going Kate Otten? All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, before I, that number goes up, it was 24 and a half like a little while David ago. Montgomery anytime <laughs> yeah. touchdown score. That's, so. that's my favorite prop this week. Same. And pretty much every week, man. Yeah. Like, because you watched mm-hmm. what Jamal Williams did in that exactly. role last year, and he broke Barry Sanders' rushing touchdown record, and that's <laughs> Jamal Williams. Montgomery's the better back. And even though they have Gibbs, that's how they're going to use them. So I like that, but. Yeah, the Bears are my favorite bet. Um, I got it early, even at three and a half. I just say anything over a field goal because I could easily see the Lions winning this game by three and then you get the push. Um, or maybe the Bears do win this one outright. It's Jared Goff on the road. Maybe we get some windy conditions. It is the windy city, people are telling me, guys. Maybe we get some <laughs> rainy conditions. The weather's actually looking a little bit better than it was projected on Monday. Mid-30s, but, I mean, you get the lake effect. And the Lions are going to want to run the ball, but the Bears actually have a top-10 run defense and Justin Fields playing for his job and playing a little bit better. DJ Moore looking like a number one wide receiver. Cole Komet looking like a guy that deserves money, maybe not as much as they give him. Um, And then the offensive line's been a little bit better. And you have Matt Eberflus, who's coaching for his job. He does not want to go back to making uh, coordinator money. So give me the Bears plus three and a half at the current price. A little small little play on the money line. Did you see what Justin Fields' rushing yards are? 61 and a half. I wouldn't go under. I, I know. I wouldn't go under. I don't want to I touch it. I wouldn't go under, though. but I don't want to go over either. I'm That's a huge number. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't think the Lions are overrated. I think they're proper properly rated. You know what I mean? Like they could get pressure on the quarterback, but I still don't love the secondary. And uh, Justin Fields has been playing a little bit better, man. I'm a Justin Fields guy. Something to think about too: the Bears give up an average of just under 47 yards per game to tight ends. Sam Laporte has been on a tear. On a tear. Sam Laporta. I took the over on his receiving yards. I want to say it was right around that number at about 46. So Sam Laporta is another one to look at. They're giving him a ton of targets. He had, what, 140 yards receiving last week? Yeah. So Laporta, you were on Laporta. I remember right at the beginning of the season. Week one. He was like your guy. You were like, Laporta's my guy. I was like. It was literally like two and a half. Yeah. He's a beast. And 18 and a half yards. That's what we were getting. Yeah. What do we think Vegas is thinking in that situation, though? For which thing? For um, Sam Laporta, that if he had that many yards last week, Uh and that's a hundred less than what they're projecting him. Let me tell you what they do, Luke. It's very simple. All they do is take his season average, Mm -hmm. and they maybe do a little couple of tweaks depending on where the money's coming in. That's why people, a lot of sharp people, like props, is because the amount of effort, research, and things that Vegas is putting into player props is minimal, considering that the handle is so small. Yeah, Yeah. correlates with. total usually you know what i mean like you'll see some props go up if the total goes up especially like nba for example like scoring props will go up sometimes you'll be like wait a minute why are chris middleton's points 16 and a half tonight when they were 14 and a half and it's because they're playing the pacers and the total is 254 and a half rather than the 235 and a half so everything just gets bumped up same thing in the nfl uh as well it gets kind of baked in there but and that's like you know i said about kyle pitts not taking a tight end top 10 but everybody ripped the Lions for what they did because they took a running back, they took an inside linebacker, Campbell, they took uh, Gibbs, and they took them all in the first round. And then we kind of torched the Texans, too, because they took Stroud and they took Will Anderson. And I don't know, man. This year kind of shows, like, if you got your guy, if you like your guy, if you evaluated properly, take him when you could get him. Because Gibbs looks like a really good prospect, obviously. Laporta looks like he's the real deal. And then for the Texans, who the hell thought C.J. Stroud was going to look this good? And Will Anderson... Is that guy, man? Well, and, we did and the same get, thing with Hutchinson, the safe pick stuff. So and they get Brian Branch in in round two, which I mean he he now is playing like a first round guy or was mm-hmm. before he got injured. Yeah, I mean he looked that's the yeah, and you forget about Branch too. Yeah. And another interception last week. Yeah, the Lions hit on all those picks. Future they've looks act, good. They've done a really really good job drafting. And Just they have fit. Hendon Hooker as their third yeah. string quarterback. I would love to see him out there. 
I want to see Hendon Hooker in a big offense like that, like he was at Tennessee. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. All right, looking ahead to some more Week 14 next. Bet MGM tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL.